0: Welcome to the Zulu Time podcast, a straight talking conversation between two watch enthusiasts about the world of military watches. I hope you enjoy.
1: Hello and welcome to the eighth episode of the Zulu Time podcast with your hosts, Dan from at timely underscore moments and Darren from at Zulu Alpha Straps. Oh, Danny Boy, how are you doing, mate?
0: I'm good, mate. How are you? How's the lockdown life treating you? It's
1: tabs out, mate, if I'm honest. I'm uh, I'm quite enjoying it, mate. Um, I'm getting loads of admin done around the house, which I've been putting off for millennia. Um, and I'm sort of I'm just I'm just in the flow at the minute, mate. Um, got a decent structure. I'm happy. I mean, it's I, I wouldn't like to live all of my days like this, mate. But you know, I, I could quite easily um, see the summer out with it, mate. Um, I, <laughs> I, know, I know that. That's possibly a little insensitive and a lot of people are struggling, but personally mate it's it doesn't really bother me if that makes any sense How about you
0: yeah uh, well, same mate like it's one of those isn't it? we've likened it to being away from family, uh which obviously we are used to um, yeah, military I mean... life isn't it it's just one of those i I find that you're under your own routine and your family check in and you check in with them and you kind of build your routine around those those FaceTime calls or those, uh, those phone calls and all that kind of stuff. Um, but other than that, without being away in a hot place or in your case, away surrounded by the city, um, there's not a lot of difference in terms of that uh, routine schedule, is there, to be honest? If
1: I'm honest, I, I have likened it to being a quite a bit, um, it, even in such a way where uh, the entertainment I'm creating uh, using technology, I'm emulating what we did at sea. So like sods operas, um, quizzes, stuff like that. So every Friday, um, I've got the entire family um, across five households uh, across the whole of the UK on a WhatsApp call, uh, video call. Um, and we're, we're, we're either having a sods opera or a family quiz or whatever else it may be. I mean, it's, you know, socializing or social distancing or, or isolation or whichever way you want to, you want to, you know, uh, coin that term, mate. I mean, it's, very similar, very similar to being at sea in many ways. Um, mm. As I said before, the only difference is we've got an abundance of cheese now. It's not yep. just, uh, there's it, not just cheese in the officer's mess. Um, so yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, tabs out for me, mate, tabs out for me. Um, we have got a, a, a bit of a cool one today, mate. We've got a, a, a gentleman called Sean Lewell on with us. Yes, we do. Indeed. So um, guys, if I can, I'll, I'll take the opportunity to uh, give a formal introduction to Sean Lou. How are you doing, mate? I'm pretty good, actually. How are you? Yeah, living a dream, pal. Living a dream. Um, mate, thanks for getting on. Thanks for thanks for taking some time to talk to us. Um, the whole process, the whole premise of what we're doing here, Sean, is, if I'm honest with you, mate, we've been trying to document the history of military watches. Um, and then we sort of got broadsided with this whole COVID uh, scenario, mate. So what we're trying to do is, is reach out within the community that, that we operate with online um, and just try and bring people forward, mate, that, that, that put a lot of good content out there. We've got businesses that they run and, and stuff like that. And I think that, you know, some of the stuff you're putting together, mate, is, is, is number one, is epic. And number two, I think, you know, some of it may have not spilled over to the watch guys um, and they may be missing a trick with you at the minute, mate, because you're putting out some gleaming stuff on Insta on the daily.
2: Is that fair? Yeah, well, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Well, thank you very much for having me on. It's, it's always a pleasure to be asked to do these sorts of podcasts and just join different communities. And um, yeah, obviously I'm a big watch fan myself. So if there is bits and pieces that, um, that I can put out there that can help people, that's generally what I try and do. And, um, I did sort of get into the – and it kind of crosses into the watch community, I guess. I got into the James Bond community last year with a guy who's a, a big James Bond enthusiast, and he, he got in touch with me about creating something fitness-wise for their community. So, if you've got watch guys out there who like to keep fit as well, then, yeah, I guess some of my some of my ramblings might help them out a bit. Yeah, I think well,
1: that's mate, def- pretty cool. Definitely. I, I think some of the guys would have seen you, mate, using the hashtag #CommandoSundials Sundials as well um, – you know, just to just to give a bit of way on 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 you, mate. I, I mean, I'm no way on God's earth am I going to try and, and you know tell people your CV for you? But um, you can't help but notice that you are a bootneck um, and you do have a watch fetish like the rest of us. Um, and and yeah, it's epic to see, mate. So, I mean, for those who, who haven't come across you, Sean, do you, do you, you know? Do you want to give us a bit of a background on you, mate, and uh, what you do and how you do it?
2: Yeah, so um, a very, very quick background, I guess. Um, Former Royal Marine. um, I specialise in the physical training branch. Um, I, at some point in my career, got asked to write a book on Royal Marines fitness by the Corps. Off the back of that, I decided to see what the civilian world had to offer, wrote a few more books on fitness for the publisher of that first book, Haynes, and then fell into doing magazine stuff for men's health men's fitness wrote another book for men's fitness then started to publish some of my own books and then sort of fell into media in general whether it was commercials tv film um and all along the way i've always quite liked watches my grandfather was into watches um and uh like everybody else now stuck at home uh trying to see how i can keep those businesses going um whether it's media whether it's fitness and just trying to help people with that really so yeah in a nutshell that, that that's that's me i guess
1: a bit of modesty there, mate, I think. Um, a bit of modesty. When you say the magazine stuff, um, you're failing to say the cover of the magazine <laughs> yeah. on multiple occasions and and I, I can't count, mate, but I would say well over half a dozen, maybe towards a dozen books. Certainly I've seen with Haynes as well, uh, along with your own stuff, you know, past the PRMC, Successful Eating, Muscle Gain. There's a plethora of stuff you put out there, mate.
2: Yeah I mean I've been I always say you know you've got to be you make your own luck but you've got to be in the right place at the right time and and certainly for the magazines it started with doing little bits of articles doing the odd supplement and then starting to get used to do some of the exercises and you kind of you know like everything like in the military if if you play the game and and you know you're a good egg um I think eventually you might get a little bit more of what you want and I was lucky in the end yeah that the that the covers came as well which is always a nice little uh, accolade to get And the books, um, yeah, I did uh, four books for Haynes in the end, but I'm just looking on the shelf now. I was actually sorting out the shelves yesterday. Like everybody at the moment, I'm sorting out bits of admin. Um, There's been quite a few translations from Polish to... Spanish too. There's a number of different Asian symbols, and I'm not going to pretend I know what they all are, but there's been a few different different, different translations over there as well. So they've been quite useful that, that that's happened as well. Um, and again, you know, right place, right time for me. I happened to get chosen to do the Royal Marines book after somebody else initially actually got asked to do it, um, and that didn't work out. And then that led to Haynes saying, well, look, let's try some more. So um, I'm not going to profess that I always thought I'd write books. It, it's just one of those things that happened.
1: Oh, fair with me. I mean, you mentioned the call
2: there. Um, I, I know you 're still doing a bit with the rMR is that right? yeah, so I had quite a long career break um, and, and that wasn 't necessarily a choice. Um, I initially went straight into the reserves when I left, and I was looking at, um, at making that a bit of a you know a, a career if you like um, alongside building my own businesses, but it didn 't work out um, and then because I was based in london with with a lot of the media stuff um, rmr london was was just always packed, you know, there's only a certain number of PIDs, um, line numbers, so it was only about a year ago actually, probably about 18 months two years ago, I did a project, have a couple of bootnecks working on it with me and one of them said why are you not doing the RMR, and he knew me from my regular days and I explained mm. and he said that there was a gap through RMR Bristol so it took me seven months to get through the medicals and uh, and all the, the bits of admin that, that, you know, these days it's a little bit with, with capita, it can be a little bit slower than it was back in, back in the old days um, but yeah, yeah, about a year now I've been back with the RMR which has been really useful I think for me you know I, I'm not going to say that I left the call because I didn't enjoy it I certainly did I just um had other bits and pieces I wanted to try you only get one life and all that so it's been really good for me I think mental mental health wise as well as just you know being around the lads and then doing some of the stuff that I always love to do anyway um, but being able to keep my civilian stuff going as well so um if there are any 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 Former regular soldiers out there that have wondered whether they should, um, or sailors or whoever, whether they thought they should uh, join the reserves. I'd say for me, it's definitely been a positive and something I'm, um, I'm really enjoying.
1: Yeah, I mate. Mean, I mean, from what I've seen on Insta, it's uh, I mean, you're very rounded, mate, on on what you do and how you do it. Do you know what I mean? It's, uh, it, it's, it's a really interesting dynamic to see how you manage the lifestyle. Ugh. Am I wording that right? No, it's really interesting to see how you manage the dynamic of multiple careers at once, um, but still remain really efficient, Adam. Um, I take quite a lot out of watching you on a quiet mate, if that makes any sense. Um, because you know, you, you've got quite a bit going on, Sean, all the time, and and and, and yet you still find time to, to put out new content, you still find time to engage with people really well. I, I see that on Insta, you've always got young bucks speaking to you mate and your question times asking for hints and tips of getting ready for prmc um or getting ready to join the military in general um and you're always answering questions mate uh, how do you find that time mate? Uh, how do you, f- I've, you know, there's only so many hours in a day and I, i'm i'm buggered if i can find as many as you
2: yeah well first of all i'd say thank you for uh, for, for, for noticing that i juggle many things and for making me feel like i'm doing it well um, i even spoke to Kate, my other half, this morning, um, and said to her, "You know, we're getting into that multi-target syndrome place again." Which I've been—I've been told by um, military friends of mine, um, actually, a Royal Navy commander who used to say it to me a lot. You know, probably. Ooh, good, good few years back you know you, you, you're taking on too many things and I think that has been a mistake sometimes so I would say to people and, and yourself as well it, sometimes it's better to choose one or two things and do them really well rather than try and take on uh, multiple things and just about get by with them so that's that's one thing I say um, I think for me and I've always been this way even before I joined the Royal Marines I'm quite regimented and rigid with, with with a routine and I really do believe routines help so um, if, if I really want to get something done I almost get sucked into it and um, there was a project a couple of years ago and I knew I needed to get it done quick and it was sort of getting up at seven o'clock and then I was probably behind the computer by eight and then I was working through having a very strict lunch break working through after dinner working through again until I just finished that project and that's sometimes the way I find it works Um, in a more sort of long term you can keep going um, for the rest of your life way just just programming in when, you, when your fizz is going to be, when your lunch is going to be, um, and, and when you're going to do these things. And, and and saying when people ask you to do, actually, could you just do this as well? Have the balls to say, look, no, I can't do that then, but I can do it there for you if you want me to do it. Um, that's kind of, you know, off the top of my head, that's how, how I do it, I guess.
1: No, it's a fair one, mate. The polar and no. Um, but weirdly, he was a, a boot neck. I taught me that um, a guy called Gazmo, ex-Morton one. He was a corporal. He was—I'm sure he was down in CDC when you were. Actually, I don't know if you know him. think so. Uh, another another story for another day. But yeah, he, he, he's, he's similar, mate. Um, you know, take everything in bite-sized chunks and and and, and 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 that sort of thing is is what he professed to me early on, mate. Um, but yeah, no thanks, mate. It's interesting, interesting insight because you are busy, mate. I can see that all the time and 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 you whether you whether you're you're comfortable with it, but you appear to be extremely efficient at it, I'll give you that. Um mate, we met you, me and Dan actually met you at um, a Watch Gig last year. I remember, um, I
2: remember, yeah. Bremont. Um it was at
0: Townos, mate, wasn't it? Yeah. That was good. Yeah, you yeah. remember that, Dan? that was a good evening. Yeah, mate, it was, it was it was a very good evening. We got uh, hosted in Clarkenwell Green, was it? Yeah. So oh, yeah, yeah, Clarkmore, yeah, yeah. Um,
2: Road, Clarkmore, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It was a good event. Um In fact, on the subject of Bramont and watches, um, yeah, what watch have you got on today, guys?
1: That one, Sean, you're the guest, mate, go first. What's the wrist check? What are you rocking today, mate?
2: Um an Omega. Planet Ocean and XL, so it's one of the larger ones. I've got big hands. My nickname of school was Hands, so um, I I quite like the bigger faces, so it's a 46. Um, Probably about 2006, I think it is, um, in terms of dates when it was was put together. So, yeah, one of my favourites, this one. Yeah, gleaming, mate. I've seen that a couple
1: of times on your Insta. Absolutely
2: glorious watch.
1: That's a big
0: watch. (laughs) That's a very big watch. Um, Uh, It's cool, though. Um, Is it the one that... um, was using Casino Royale. It is.
2: So this is, this is actually one of the Casino Royale special editions. So on the on the case on the back, it's got a little Casino Royale bits and pieces. So um, when I started getting into collecting watches, those are sort of the, I was, you know, if I'm going to spend some money on a watch, I want to make sure that hopefully it will at least retain its value, if not make, make a little bit more. So when I like the look of a piece, I would try and see if there was a, special edition and um, this was I just really loved the the lines of the Planet Ocean I just think it's a really really beautiful watch to look at so when I decided I was going to get one it was right let's get get this one so um, yeah I'm really pleased with this one.
0: That's quite cool and it's cool as well that like you said um, at the beginning when you said that um, a James Bond uh, the James Bond community have now reached out to you. It's almost like it's closed that loop for you as well in terms of what you do in your day job and also what you well on your Yeah, own.
2: and I was, I was, believe it or not, I was, I was named after Sean Connery. My mum was a big Bond fan as well. So I think I would have been called James at one point, but um, ended up being called Sean. So it's kind of, yeah, a bit of a close the full circle in a bigger sense as well. So yeah, quite quite cool last year getting involved with those guys and putting a plan together that a couple of them have really, really enjoyed. And then as I say, I've, I've actually got a couple of the... Um, the Bond special edition watches. So um, I'm sure we'll come on to that later.
1: Yeah. It's fa- <laughs> fairly fitting, mate, that as
2: well. Yeah. Considering
1: Bond as a commander in the Navy and given who he is, I'm pretty confident you would have done all the all-arm courses under the sun and, and, and para-wings and the all-shooting match. And given your profession, mate, that, that it just sits really well. Mm. It sits really well from a, from a fizz standpoint. Um, because you mentioned a bit earlier you were in the Marines, but in the PT Corps. Um, am I right in thinking, Sean? You, you, you were a big part of
2: Limston and, and CTT's gym and stuff like that? Yeah, so when you are, um, so the, the, the PT course I did was the PTSO's course, so off the back of that, you sit as sort of the head of the physical training um, troop and the head head of physical training for the couple of years you do that job. So I guess you're quite involved then for a couple of years at CTC with all the recruits, all the troops, all the all-arms. Um, so for a couple of years, you are sort of yeah, really in that hub. And it was it was a great couple of years, I must admit. I mean, any any PTIs at Limpston that go through that, it's a, it's a sort of a brotherhood within a brotherhood. It's a really interesting... Um, a really interesting time in anybody's life. I think actually funny enough, I had a had a lad sent me a message the other day and he sent me a FOT where we're all stood on the um we're stood on the salt course in sort of a you know like a group FOT and then the, the FOT comes down and takes and he said, you know, do you remember these days? And I think for him he's a fireman now and lives up in the northeast and he still remembers those days very fondly, I think for all of us. So yeah, it was a, it was a really good time and uh you know, the, the Royal Marines in general, the fizz is held in such high regard and it's so important for, for Commando Fitness but to be part of delivering that. And we even had Tony Blair at the time come down and have to take him to one side and explain Commando Fitness and how it works and how you know we, we, we give him train commandos and what you know, that sort of thing. So really great time to be involved, yeah.
1: Mega. Absolutely mega. I mean that, that's that's obviously played dividends into into the life you have, mate, outside of the mob. Um, and 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 how you look at stuff from from a fitness, uh, or how you work heavily now in the fitness industry as well. Um, but yeah, no, mega. Um, being on the Bremont topic, I know we're, we're scattergunning a little bit here, lads. So. so. Bear with us and bear with me. Um, but I've got the Bremont U2 on today. Um, it's actually the watch I wore when we first met, mate, um, without getting all uh, emotional and uh, sentimental with you, Sean. Um, but, yeah, that's what I'm cutting the bottom. What about you, Dan? What, what are you rocking,
0: mate? So I've got um, a Bremont, which I didn't have at the time when we had met Sean or at the time of the uh, the last Bremont townhouse, but it came to me about um, six weeks later. Um, so I'm wearing, uh, my limited dial project, um, my Bremont ZT, uh, which is a chronograph. Um, this one's quite cool in the fact that it's completely DLC blacked out. Um, so for those who don't know, um, the ZT is normally, uh, finished in like stainless steel. Uh, when you are in the military or you're eligible for a special project by Bremont that's based on the ZT, you're actually allowed to have it um, come with a fully DLC case um, to kind of make it stand out a little bit different and that's just an option that's only available for uh, special project owners so I had to jump on that one obviously uh, but this watch mate, um commemorates or just I guess uh, marks my time when I was attached to the Army Air Corps Nice which is quite cool. So, yeah, I've got that on today. Um, and it's, uh, it's a great watch. I've not had it on for a while, actually, to be honest. I've been wearing, um, as you know, my other recent love affair, which has been the Vertex.
1: Indeed, mate. Indeed. Talking of special dials, Sean, have you got any of the... Um
2: a uh, Royal Marines Bremont. So I haven't. I don't own a Bremont. I must admit. Um, when it was the 1664, the 350 anniversary, um, there was a few floating around, and Bremont was one of them. But for me, my first sort of um, big watch was a was a Breitling. So there was a choice between the Bremont 350 or the Breitling, and I must admit, I went for the Breitling. So no, I don't own a Bremont. I have looked. I have I've been tempted, but um, you know what it's like. You've got to. You have got to save the pennies and choose and choose wisely, and I haven't I haven't jumped down that <laughs> rabbit hole yet.
0: Well, the uh, Marines have just released another project, uh, project, haven't they, on based on the Bramont Range as well. So just just find out there. I guess you can always have a look at those if you're you know Marines through uh, through, Tem- through.
2: tempted. I must say, you know, like us all, you've always got a couple yeah. on your radar, haven't you? So um, it, you're trying yeah. to keep that little uh, that little group small, so you don't get too 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 many choices.
1: Yeah, fair one, mate. Um, Ads has been wearing his, um, is, uh, 350 a bit as well
2: over the last. I did, week I did so. see that today. Yeah, spot today.
1: Yeah, he's been doing the live streams and stuff with it on as well. So he, he, he did a bit of a deep dive on that yesterday, actually, on a live stream on Insta, and just shared with the people about that watch, the history of it. Um, so yeah, I imagine, I imagine you picked them up exactly the same time as he did because they would have only done one run of them, I think, mate. Right? Um, which, which would have been that year um oh well, yeah gleaming okay um so that's wrist checks out the way uh for the regular listeners sorry I was a bit gunny. uh we usually open up with that um but what we're trying to do um is build a bit of a, bit of a picture around Sean and um and, and yeah I, I may have dropped one as well so bear with us we'll get there um We've covered off your books a bit, mate, uh, and had a bit of a look into them and and a bit of an overview. Um, the InstaFizz is a big thing you're doing at the minute. Um, we're all locked in, Sean, and we're all sort of fronting at the bit, mate, to um, you know to be active in some way. And I can't help but notice, mate, every day you're putting something up new. We sharing an exercise um, or or some sort of insight in, into 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 physical health, mate. I mean what's the driver there what are you doing what, why are you doing that and, and and what can people get out of
2: it so I think my one of my aims God a few years ago now was to put something out on Instagram every single day and I didn't mean story wise I just meant a post but what I wanted to make sure was I wasn't falling into the group where, where the post was necessarily about me and often you know it is a fot of me or a fot of me doing something with, with you know it, that's sort of the, 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 the point of, a, of the sort of insta that I have but there was always meant to be whether it was a quote or whether it was a fot, some sort of information that people can hopefully use whether it's to improve their physical training or to improve their mental health or their outlook of life and that was kind of right that's how my insta is going to be run that's what it's going to do and then from there I can hopefully help people Um, My my whole thought process with that was that if I can write books and many, many people can buy them and I can help lots of people via books, I can't be writing books all the time or asking people to buy books all the time because that's not fair. But if I can put bite-sized chunks out that might have made up some of those books, then for the people that haven't bought them or don't buy them or just want something for the day, that was kind of the idea. So. With this lockdown thing, it, it's kind of carried on in, in the same vein. I'm not really doing anything that different apart from maybe trying to do a little bit more on the stories. What what my major thought process during this is, is for people that want to just do something active. Um, so so let, let me take a step back. There's a difference between exercise and training. Exercise is I just want to get my heart and lungs moving a little bit. Um, I want to do something that's going to keep me healthy. That's just doing some exercise. People might do a spin class. They might do a a step aerobics class. They might go for a walk. They might go for a jog, whatever it may be. might play some tennis. And then you've got people that, that train, and they've got a goal. I want to complete a marathon. I want to complete 10K. I want to add some muscle. I want to lose some fat. For that goal, you need to train. So I like people to understand as if it's been the two. Right now, a lot of what you're seeing on Instagram is people just throwing together some exercises so that people can do some exercise. Um, I try to step back from that and say, okay, look, there's so many people doing that. What I want to do is help you understand that if you want to achieve a goal, whether it's over this lockdown time or whether it's longer term, we need to get you to understand training. So putting messages out that that give people an exercise or a bit of a a G up to go and do something, but also understanding that there's a bigger picture and a more sensible way to do it. That makes sense.
1: Yeah, mate, that's, that's, that's a lot different to what a lot of other people are doing, um, which which was one of the questions I was going to ask you, mate, is what makes it different. But I, I think you just nailed it, nailed it in a nutshell there, pal. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it, it does make a lot of sense, mate, a huge amount of sense. And I think diff- the differentiator that you explained there between exercise and training is so blatantly obvious but it's the type of thing you never actually sit back and
2: think of no and it's also it's i mean somebody um a, a girl i met um on a film set actually and her, her dad's quite a big old school old school stunt guy and um she messaged me about 3 days ago and said since i've been following a program i've made such differences in in my training or in my exercise regime however you want to differentiate those words and i think you know, people fight against it a lot. They don't want to tie themselves down to, okay, here's the week, and that day I'm going to do that, that day I'm going to do that, do that and then the week after I'm going to have to make it a little bit harder by lifting a bit more or doing another set or doing some more reps and always oh. trying to progress. People don't necessarily want to hear that. They don't want to do that. But once they realise it, and that is, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do, it's different. Once they realise it, they can really achieve those goals. But you kind of have to realise it's, it's a little bit more effort sometimes. But, if you know, look at commando training. It's not random. You don't randomly train people and hope that at the end they're going to pass the commando test. You know that there are certain criteria things they have to do along the way, and we build them up and add more weight, add more distance, get them more robust, build on their, their battle physical training to get them to an end point. And, and for civilian training, it's no different. Whatever you're trying to achieve, there needs to be that understanding that to get from A to B, you need a plan, you need a program, you need to stick to it, you need to progressively overload the body, and then we'll achieve. Yeah yeah well said mate definitely structure yeah. structure is a big uh, a big
1: thing uh, something i've been struggling with mate while we've been in lockdown is is the ability to do anything um so something i mean when i was in a mob mate i, I did a lot of boxing i box with for portsmouth command um and it's it's just a love affair i've had forever um so seldomly i'd like i like just rocking up somewhere hitting the bag and and getting a couple of rounds together doing that um but the fact that we're locked down now um it it was driving me to despair i remember like last week i was at a point where i was like i need to i need to do something i'm gonna go out and start deadlifting the car do you know what i mean or whatever (laughs) whatever whatever i can physically do i need to do something so um i went online and i bought a punch bag um and it was a painful purchase and i made sure it was a painful purchase because i know what my discipline is like it's terrible um so i, I went out and i bought an expensive bag because i know if i've got an expensive bag hanging up outside, it's going to break my heart looking at it if i'm not using it um and it's it's forcing trying to force myself into that routine and that structure again if that makes any sense that,
2: that is something i use for people if you if anybody's read my hang's running book and i've used it in, in other books i say go out there and buy yourself a good pair of running shoes and two or three pairs of shorts two or three pairs of t-shirts because if you do that And you've spent a little bit. There's a buy in there. And the number of times I've had somebody say, oh, you know, a mate or a friend or a friend who asked for his sister. Oh, can you just write us a program for this? You've got a program for this. And I give it away for free, which I'm more than happy to do. And then it doesn't get that or I get back. Oh, yeah, she didn't really like it. She said it was too much effort. Whereas if you have a buy in just as you have and you say, you know, I'm going to spend X, Y, Z and you spend a little bit. That's, that's a motivation to go and do it because otherwise you've just wasted your money. So 100%, if anybody's listening, and that's exactly what I advise what you've done, which is give yourself a reason to do it. And, and there's two ways of doing it. One, purchase something that means that you have to do it. Or give somebody you, you, you love or like or whatever a check um, signed for a decent amount of money that will hurt you and say, oh, I'm going to do the 10K and I'm going to run every other day. And if I don't, you can cash that check. And funny old thing, you've got a little bit more of an insight and uh, invested even and you get it done. Mm. a proverbial rocket exactly Uh,
0: yeah it's also a change in mindset isn't it like you spoke about how um, what I've just taken away from that is uh, there's a difference between exercise and training Um, as you stated obviously training's got a goal but also I think that um, and you know from my point of view of not being commando trained but obviously going through the military training is there's another element of in the fact that the kind of training obviously we're used to or you know in your or remember obviously in your cases the fact that it builds up a not only you physically but mentally so having that uh mental impetus to go off and like you said in Darren's case go off and you know couple of rounds in the garden with a you know, a decent punching bag or, you know, like I said, go run 10Ks is not only your incentive is there as well. and It automatically changes your mindset.
2: You've got to understand that everything, you know, I have to say to people, you've got to reframe it. So let's just look at this lockdown. You can look at it as very, very negative. Everything's against you. The world's against you. You can't go out in the sun. You can't go on holiday. All these things are negative. Or you can flip it and look at the positives out of those negatives. I think you guys said at the beginning of the conversation where you're getting to do those little things around the house that you haven't been able to do. And it's that, yeah. it's that reframing of, all right, I'm going to be locked down, but what can I get out of that? I, suddenly I've got maybe a bit more time on my hands or I've got an easier structure to my day because I'm not having to drive the kids to school and then go to work. And yeah, it's, it's just reframing that. And the military are very good at one sense that um, they take everything else away. All the other distractions go away when you're going through military training because it is what it is. But that also helps you... M- create a mindset and and, and a habit of exercise and training and this lockdown period i think is a really good time for people to create their own habits because weirdly there are less distractions and once you do that once you create those habits um and and sort of reframe how you see exercise it's not a chore it's actually something to do every day that gives you structure or something to do every day that gets over the frustrations of being locked down once you reframe it and change it it becomes a positive in your life yeah i wouldn't argue that i wouldn't argue definitely it's it's uh, i don't know
1: if you listen to the joe rogan podcast mate but there's a phrase he uses on there of conquering your inner yeah. bitch um and that and that's that's just for me that's that's the the scenario i'm in every day i mean the last thing i want to do mate is is break a sweat if i'm honest i'm that way inclined naturally but i know i have to i know i have to do something um and that's overcoming that inner bitch if that makes any sense mate and and whatever the buy-in is, is the buy-in. I mean, it's it's finding a way for me. Uh, right, I wanted to commit financially, and, and that's the path I went. But something I struggle with since I left the mob, mate, is, is 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 the difference or the the difference in training to exercise. I've always been really good at training. When I've got a fight coming up, or when there's a competition, or when there's you know we're playing rugby for the ship or whatever it may be, because you're training, there's an end goal in sight, and you're building towards that goal. Um, looking at it from an exercise standpoint, is always um, it, it's difficult to find the same drivers when you're boxing. Or when I was boxing, I always trained hard because I didn't want to didn't want to get embarrassed. Yeah. If that makes yeah. any sense. Um, I thought I, I fought one year mate for the Plymouth Command. Um, it's a story I, I barely tell, but I'm going to put it out there now. Um, I got flown back from Helensborough to uh, Plymouth uh, to the dockyard there um it was about two or three weeks notice um taffy fighting all right yeah no no shakes no dramas at all um there was a guy on board the ship with me he was an xrn champion bootneck um he was a captain at the time um one of the most wonderful but horrible men i've ever met in my life um he he could put you know rounds down in, in a boxing gym mate like like ten men. He was absolutely obscene how good this guy was. Um, so he trained me for a couple of weeks, um, but that's all I had was a couple of weeks, and I wasn't fighting fit. I knew that, but I also knew I didn't want to do joint warrior. Um, so the the, <laughs> the the boxing was the best bet. I came back down, mate, um, and I thought right, right, we'll just slip into this fight, we'll be fine. Do you know what I mean? I've done it a thousand times before. We'll be rocking and rolling. Um, Ten seconds into the fight, I got sparked mm. out. And I woke up in Derriford Hospital with a two-and-a-half. A half. Uh, Lieutenant Commander Royal Navy officer sat next to me uh, on a bed. Um, and I just sort of looked at him and I was like, what's going on? So where are we? He goes, you're in hospital. I was like, where's all my stuff? He goes, you were that out of it. You couldn't tell us which bag was yours. Mm. Um, uh, so <laughs> I sat in this bed, mate, with, with a two-and-a-half uh, medical officer, still in hand wraps. They took me there in the back of a Land Rover. Um, and I, I I still have got no recollection. The boxing board gave me a 90-day ban of that, but that was enough of a shame and embarrassment um, never to have uh, gone into a fight again, mate, without the adequate preparation. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's that's a funny story now, mate. But at the time, it was like, right, I'm never letting that happen again. So every time you had a fight, every time there was an opportunity or a prospect or something, you trained like a demon to do it because because you had that... that uh, motivation to do it just just for a bit of pride, but what, since i 've left mate, i mean i 'm not fighting anymore um, i 've got no one keeping me in check, no one keeping me on my toes um, so it's it 's finding that discipline yourself to do it um, so f- you know f- from me it's i 'm trying to I'm trying to find ways of you know exactly that spend a bit of money on something and and, and, and making myself accountable to myself instead of others does that make sense
2: yeah I think sometimes um, I totally agree with you you know if you, if you've we all, We all have that passion inside us not to want to fail, whether it 's t- taking a, an exam a driving test or whether it 's you know doing something physical and I, I think you learn so much more when it does go wrong and you do fail. You learn a lot about yourself. people always say that i think that you know as you say, when you move on and you no longer have something you 're not going to fight again you 're not going to do a ten k run you know, there 's nothing really trained for. What I often say to people is then then find a, find a training program that in itself is a little bit of a challenge. So one that I always say to people, because I think it's a very good one, is called German volume training. And it it's quite nasty in, in that it, it does make you feel quite sick, but not because you're like a CrossFit sick where you're just repetitive, repetitive. Um, it's sort of a building sickness. And as the training program goes on, it gets harder week to week, um, even though you're doing the same thing, you're just adding more weight. That in itself becomes a challenge. Can I go another week? Can I complete 10 sets of 10 reps on an exercise week in, week out with, adding weight and, and I think sometimes you have to get invested in the programme as a challenge of course if you if you just don't have a reason to want to do the fitness and go to the gym and do that sort of thing then it's, it's not going to happen but for some people uh, like yourself who've been there before really got into their fears but for a very specific purpose sometimes you have to again it's to reframe. You have to reframe that purpose and make actually the programme and that, that's where we're talking about you know there, there's a watch community here I spoke about the, the James Bond community I think there's a fitness community um, that, that kind of do that as well you know, or there's this programme if you tried it, there's this programme if you tried it. And people then do that programme for six weeks, eight weeks, and then see how they got on with it. So that may be something if people are listening and they, they haven't found something that they can get into and, and, and challenge themselves that way as well.
1: No, that's interesting, mate. That's interesting. Hmm. Definitely. Because we have got a, a mixed bag of listeners uh, to the show, mate, and the demographics bananas from, from, from school kids to, um, you know, guys who are, um, you know more mature in their in their years um, I always struggle saying that with the Welsh in me comes out when I say years um, because years and years mean two different things in Wales. So you see that the years on the side of your, your head or the years um, you've been alive <laughs> and no can ever differentiate between the two but yeah um, yeah it's a good insight mate it's, it's it's looking at looking at setting setting the program as the challenge can i can I conquer this that's a yeah, It's a great way to come across it. So, mate, I mean, I mean, you've talked about you know your books and stuff like that, Sean, and and what makes you a little a little different as well. Um, you know, all in me. What what are you providing? What is the package of Sean Newell? Let's say you know a listener's listening in now and they've gone right, okay, I like this guy, I like his background, I'm buying into what he's doing. Um, what is you know the step plan to get on board and 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 get involved with you, mate? Is it is it checking out your Instagram the daily? Is it? Uh, is it one of the books they should be buying first or, 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 or trying, to, trying to look at first? Have you got videos? Have you
2: got a podcast? What is it? How do they find I think you? it all sort of, molds into one if you like so instagram 's a really good one i mean like a few years ago I, I was looking at marketing and where i spend my time people were talking about the old 80 20 and in the end it was looking that most of my interactions were happening on instagram and if i'm honest i probably haven't been good enough on my facebook and my um my youtube because you spoke earlier about me juggling multiple things sometimes you just have to say look i'm gonna put my time here and we'll see where it goes so instagram's a good one that's the one that i generally do put stuff out every day um there, there's some instagram tv videos now going up up on there um, quite regularly um, and there's a post that goes out every single day and I'm, I'm, I'm doing some Q&A's and just any questions that come through on DM that I can share I try to answer them over that so that, that's there. I guess all of that points to a website that um, you know the, the first sort of few books that I have out there I was given quite a clear idea of what they wanted out of it and what's been quite nice when I've been able to self-publish books is I can do it in a way that I think it could be done. Um, I have had to change that slightly in the last year because the way that I think the fitness industry should work isn't what everybody else wants to hear necessarily. And I'm not saying that everybody else is, is wrong and I'm right, but I think that there's quite a nice way that you could do it scientifically based. Um, but unfortunately, if the majority of an industry thinks one thing and is being told one thing, it's hard to change minds. I've actually had to pull that back a little bit. And, and we actually did that at the back end of last year. So essentially now.
1: Sorry, Sean. Sorry, just to jump in on it, can you say more on that, mate? Can you give us a bit of an insight on, on the conclusion you've reached that? Right, okay, reached so let,
2: let's say somebody wants to either build muscle or lose body fat. That, that, those are two big goals for people. A lot, a lot of guys and girls decide they want to add muscle. You know, guys might want to get themselves some, some pecs and biceps and shoulders. Some girls might want to get themselves um, the old booty. They want to do a lot of hip thrusts and that sort of thing in the gym. Those Those goals, those muscle gain goals are relatively simple. The other side of that is people want to lose a bit of body fat. So maybe you've got a bit of a layer of body fat and they want to see the six pack. They want to see some of the, uh, the, uh, the muscles in the arms and that sort of thing. So two separate goals that are very aesthetic based. But if we look at all demographics, um, and, and all generations, there seems to be um, a real push for that. And maybe that's the social media generation. I don't know. The, the, the main crux behind that is you need to do good training. We spoke about the difference between training and exercise. It needs to be training. And we need to do a uh, sensible nutrition that backs up that training. So very, very, very simply, if you want to gain muscle, you need to eat more calories than your body needs to do all the things you normally do. So driving a car, walking around the office, um, sleeping, just all those. Things. You need to eat more calories than that than, than, than you need. To lose body fat, you need to eat, to eat slightly less. So all we have to do is do some simple calculations that have been scientifically proven. We get how many calories you need on a daily basis based on your age, weight and height. And then we take away some um, a, a small percentage, 10 to 20, to help you lose body fat. Or we add 10 to 20 to that to get a surplus for you to gain muscle. That's the nutrition done. Um, and within that, there are good things to eat, bad things to eat. But um, I'm not, I'm not going to necessarily go into that now. Then we look at the training. And this is the bit that I try to, with my website and the way I do things, do it a little bit differently, is the human body adapts to what you ask it to do, right? So if you start swimming and you're, you're rubbish at swimming within, you know. I don't know, three months, you might be a pretty good swimmer. But if you haven't been running, your running will drop off, even if you're a good good runner. This is a, a theory called SEDS, Specific Adaption to Imposed Demands. So whatever we demand of the body, whatever we ask it to do, it eventually becomes good at it, it becomes good at its function. So if I give you a six-week program, over that six weeks, you'll adapt to it, you'll get good at it, and then we need to change it again. So then you need a different program and you follow that for six to eight weeks. And then over the course of that program, your body will adapt to it and you'll get used to it. And then we need to change it again. So we need to change the exercises we use. We need to change the reps we do. We need to change um, whether we put exercises back to back or whether they have a rest. So we need to change these things. Not every single session. We need to follow up a progressive program for a t- certain amount of time. Then we change the program. So the way I did my website was there's the nutrition book, Successful Eating. And then here are eight, 10, 12 different programs. You get one, you use it, you then move on to another one. You get that one, you use it. You then move on to another one. You might then go back to the first one. The, the problem is, is the industry, whether it's magazines, whether it's trainers, generally give you, there's my eight-week transformation program. That's the only one you'll ever need. There's the perfect program. But the perfect program doesn't exist. But unfortunately, the way I wanted to do it and say to people, you know, follow all these different programs, get your nutrition right, follow it for eight weeks, see a progression, progress the weight, progress the reps, then stop, take a week off and go again. That's not the way that people are understood within the industry. So um, people, I think it's that, it's that classic. If you offer people too many choices, they don't understand and they don't know what to do. And it was constantly messages, but which one's the best? Well, there is no best. You use one for a bit and use another one. So I reined it in now and I put out a simple muscle gain which has got three separate programs within one book and a simple fat loss which has got three separate different programs in a book and then they've got the nutrition that goes along with it to achieve those. It's still the same concept. It's just not giving people as much freedom if that makes sense. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, there was a lot there. You did definitely. ask. Sorry. There was a, a...
1: No, 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 no. It's fine, mate. No, it's, it's fine. good. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to... Try to follow on with what you're saying there, mate. I mean, it's it's it is a lot different to, to what it, everyone else is doing. Um, everyone's got a, hmm. uh, a get rich quick scheme. Um, and it's quite interesting, mate, to see someone, um, you know, in the game and in the industry as you are, mate, saying, listen, you know, that 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 doesn't work. You know what I mean? We need to we need to look at this in a completely different mindset. Um, and, and and it's great to hear that you've, you've put it together I mean is, is yeah, that on so your sh- website sureworld.com sh- sh- the, the, the way stuff. I look
2: at it is and I think anybody who's been in the military knows that integrity is so important to us and you know I've been asked to do things with this yeah. brand or this, this supplement range or this and, and I've had to say look I, I get what you're trying to do but I just I don't it doesn't feel good for me, because I don't believe that's the way it is. And I think what I tried to do was say, if people are asking me, okay, well, you know, I wrote a book on Royal Marines Fitness, and they bought that, and they said, oh, but I haven't been able to get rid of my belly fat then I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to put out a nutrition book because that's what people need to understand. Oh, but I can just train. I don't need to worry about what I eat. No, you do. So I think the, the most important thing for me is, is what I put out there, one, is based in science. Two, is, is honest, so it supports my integrity. And three, it, it works. If you actually do it, once you get rid of all the reasons you can't do it and all the excuses, um, it, it works. And you know, I'll say oh. to people, oh, I don't have time to do that, though. Okay, if I told you, if you train three times a week, and ate that way, 90% of the time, at the end of the year, I'd give you a million pounds. Would you do it? And they sit there a couple of seconds silence, and they say, well, yeah, probably. I'm like, well, there you go. What is your health worth to you? So, you know, again, it's that reframing thing. So, yeah, it's all at seanlowell.com. Um, I do have book, books, obviously, on Amazon, um, that, that Amazon put up there for the, the Royal Marines, Haynes book, the the, uh, the running book, the um, the triathlon book and the transformation book. But the, the stuff that I really think works and I believe in and, and the blog posts and that, Instagram and, and SeanLowell.com. I, I do have a podcast that's going again. I had it about three years ago. I had a guy hosting it for me. He asked me to do it. Um, and then uh, that sort of fell away. And I've, I've just started uploading them again. And then we're going to start doing some episodes. So, um, yeah, you can look out for that as well. What's the plug on it's that, course cool. It's the Sean sure it? Noble podcast, but it's under the... um the, the name Be More Commando which is kind of a little hashtag that I use so um, initially the idea was it would either be me ask it, answering questions um, or it would be me having guests on so um, a, a Royal Marine friend of mine John White does a couple, he's a leadership specialist um, and he talks about uh, one, one where he talks about leadership, one where he talks about joining the Marines um, I even get Kate my other half on, used to get a lot of questions about people wanting to get into sports modelling and so how to get on the front cover of a magazine so we talk about the pitfalls of that because um, she's worked wow. in that industry as well um, so, yeah, just just similar to what you guys do, getting people within the different areas that I, I work or, or, or make a living from and then having a, having a bit of a chat and talking about what they do and how it can help other people. Mega. Mega. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: head, head over, guys. Check that out. Um, yeah, I mean... I, I, me and Dan grow all the time in the world for you mate I mean naturally um, he, not only are you uh, a bit of a guru in this game mate but um, you, you've been nothing but, but accommodating and kind to us um, since uh, since we met mate and, and certainly across Instagram as well so it's it's mega mate to um, to try and um, well it's mega to have you on your show really and just have a chat with you mate and yeah. try and share some of our followership with you mate and, and try and send the guys over because I know everyone's going stir crazy at the minute and some of the stuff you're putting out is just perfect it's just what doctor thought order for, for so many people including myself um, what's next for you mate I mean you mentioned the podcast is there anything else up your sleeve I imagine uh, this whole situation has put you know, many things on a back boy like you know, like it has for lots of people. But knowing you, there's always something else going on, mate. <laughs> we get
2: to sneak um, on anything. Yes, yeah. Or, so, uh... yeah look, look, we we are obviously doing bits of media, and we we have been making um, bits and pieces and filming bits and pieces, and and that all goes out the window with this because you know I, I'm a big believer in not being a hypocrite. So um, I was approached quite early into the um, the lockdown about oh, you know, somebody might fly over and, and doing this and stuff like that. We can't do that, and it got pulled out anyway. So there might be something we're going to do um, with a couple of outdoor companies. Um, making a little film for them um, uh, when this is all finished. Um, I'm toying with doing a masters. Um, I'm looking at a masters in psychology at the moment. It's been something I wanted to do for a while, and I think that fits quite well with the the fitness, the mindset, the the, the sort of, some of the things that come out of some of the the. the, the the Instagram world, the social media world, and the fitness world is, is some of the negativity. And I wrote a post, um, oh, must be about 18 months ago, maybe two years ago now, called uh, Social Media Selfish. And I was trying to explain to people that there is a certain negativity that comes with social media. You might be following somebody that you actually, you, you aspire to be like or to look like or to, to what they do. But as we all know, people put a certain amount of their life out there. And actually, after a while, that can turn into comparing yourself and it can Turned into quite a, a negative place to be. So, social media selfish, as I called the article, was about actually you need to unfollow and take all of this, this away and look at the things that you think are inspiring you, but actually they're quite negative to you. So, um, I've always had an interest in psychology. I did a I did a, a degree in molecular genetics before I joined the Marines. So, um, it's something that I sort of wanted to link in. So, that might be next on the back, uh, on, on the burner. I was looking at um, some applications for different universities yesterday, um, and then we just we were just filming a coffee documentary so I've sort of got into my coffee as well as another thing to get into so that will be um, we'll get that out at some point so um that literally just as the lockdown happened we we were going to get it shown in a, in London for Talkies Community Cinema um they they commissioned it and then that all all fell apart sadly so yeah and then just keeping the fizz up that's what keeps me saying um you know a couple of rest days a week but otherwise just just get get the fizz in. Oh, fair one, mate. I, I remember a few hmm.
1: months back, I, I clocked your uh, better half, mate, on. Uh, uh, is it Gabba's Strephil's. got an advert. there we go. Um, I remember excitedly texting you, saying, "Mate, mate, mate, I've seen that. I've seen her. Um But yeah, mate, I'm glad. I'm good to hear. The, the media stuff going on on the side, mate. I know that's an interest to you as well. Um, I know that's a big, uh, big for off you. Well, um, I'm glad that's uh, that's happening, and and hopefully, mate, the worlds get get settled soon and. Uh, we can all get back to it, mate, and uh, crack on with stuff like that. But, um, mate, I, I'm happy, Sean. I mean, is it, is it, is it anything you want to share with the people, mate? Um, you know, before, before we, um, sort of draw things to a close, what I want to do is just reiterate where everyone can find you. And, uh, and yeah, if you've got a message you want to put out there, mate, by,
2: by all means, um, take, take your opportunity. Oh so, so, so many little quotes and messages that I, I put out, I guess, um, you know, being being a podcast about watches, um I I'm I'm certainly a big believer in in buy cheap buy twice and I guess um you know when it comes to watches the, the sort of watches that that people like to aspire to you, you you do you do get what you pay for and um you have to be quite sensible with your with, with your choices and that's been something that I've learned along the way you know you can't have everything you want and and I've certainly bought watches and then returned them um because it hasn't been quite right and I don't think you should ever be a, afraid to do that so um yeah and 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 I, I think um. That's enough. I'll, I'll stop there. But yeah. So, but, but I, I could, I could, I could go on all day about watches, and I. can so, we're going to run out of time. So know you, you guys are the you guys are the uh, are the watch specialist when it comes to this. I'm 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 here to talk about other stuff. So no, that would be that would be my my top tip for for watch buying would be um do your homework, do your homework, buy cheap, buy twice.
1: Mate, yeah, I, I don't know. What you've been talking about mate, but we're far from specialists. Jesus Christ, um, yeah. we're, we're yeah. pests. Um, We've found the platform of the internet. That's that's what we are, mate. But um, yeah, no, fair mate. Thank you. I mean, where can we find you? We've
2: got you on the Most social media. Sean Lowell. at Sean, Lurwell. Lurwell. Um, at Sean on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, YouTube. Um, and then the hashtag Be More Commando so some of my bits and pieces you might find is a so like the podcast it's a Sean Noble podcast but a little forward slash Be More Commando so um, Be More Commando was something I started a a couple of years ago just you know the the commando ethos um, unselfishness sense of human adversity those sorts of things and in all of us in our daily lives we can kind of take that on and say all right, you know right now it's not great but actually is there a funny side to this or it's not great but rather than being selfish and going down and buying all the bog roll why don't I see if actually there's, there's a different way to be so um I, I found that was quite useful for, for, for some of my messages. One, like?
1: Yeah. So something I've noticed that at the minute, mate, is one one of those um, um, core commando values that people could take a, a lot from is cheerfulness in the face of adversity. Um that's a huge one. Um, and and yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased you brought that up, mate. Right? Definitely. Um, so yeah, head over, guys. Check out Sean. Um, he's a good friend of us, he's a good friend of the community. Um, we know you guys um, listen and follow our content. We know also you're on to uh, Adam at Commander the Sundials. Um, these guys are the same tribe. Um, and yeah, Sean's mega. He, he gets as many watch events as he can. We met him at the Bremont event. Um, he's a big watch guy. He always puts watch content up as well. So please, please, please head over, support Sean, get involved, and um, and yeah, be more Commando. Before we let you go, mate, um, something that like we round the episodes off with is uh, is a bit of a closing note, mate. A top tip it could be a podcast. It could be a Netflix show. It could be anything, mate. Um, have you got anything up, with, Steve? That, that you know you think the, the guys would be interested in in, in listening to, watching, um, looking, trying to find, doing reading, whatever. I
2: Looking at a few different films that aren't necessarily in English, and I think Netflix is quite good at that, and films and TV shows. So I'm going to give a few people may have seen them, may not. I would always say, t- turn it into the original language and put the subtitles up. Some of the American dubbing can be a bit bit ropey yeah and it just puts you off so if you haven't seen the, the German Bad. show Dark I thought Dark yeah. was a really really great show really well filmed um, quite eerie in the way it's filmed some of the camera angles but also the story um, really interesting story if you liked um, Stranger Things I kind of describe it as strange Stranger Things but without the sort of the comedy it, it actually has got a similar time frame but um, yeah it's a good little show off the back of that another German show um, called Kidnapping Stella sorry show it's a it's a it's a film Kidnapping Stella and then, because we're in a sort of a, a lockdown, um, some of the post-apocalyptic stuff is, is is getting watched quite a lot on Netflix. There's a, a film called The Decline. Um, I think it's a French-Canadian film, which I, I found quite interesting. So that's not a bad one. So um, I've stolen their uh, three, um, but they're all foreign foreign language. So that's why I'm going to get away with it.
0: Cool. Now I like a bit of foreign language series and. Um... And films as well, so I'll definitely check those out. But I'm a bit like you; I have to watch them in the original oh, you've got language to. because yeah, the dubbing's pretty bad. Um, and I also find, I also find that when you watch it in the original language that they've De- definitely been filmed in, that you gain more from them as well.
2: A hundred percent. I mean I like, get the I whole you get the whole CSE and I've forgotten use, most just, of it. But yeah. I sat there watching Dark and there's two seasons now and you know you are hearing the odd word and stuff, so it, it it's gotta be oh yeah, I remember that. It's gotta be better for you as you're reading it anyway. But um it just it just yeah, as you say, it adds to the whole atmosphere of the show, the way it's delivered. As good as these voiceover artists are, um, you know, they're rushing it, they're not always watching it properly, and it just doesn't give the same atmosphere. So, um no, if you haven't seen if you haven't seen Dark, yeah, put that on the top of your list, it's well worth a look. Cool.
0: Dan, what have you got up your sleeve, mate? So I've got another podcast, mate, Um, as you know, vivacious podcast listener. Fortunately for everyone out there, it's not in a a different language uh, and it's in English, Um, but it's called the Terra Incognita. Uh, podcast and it's like an adventurer's podcast where they obviously interview various people who have gone off and done various expeditions or you know feats of human endurance and all that kind of stuff and a few of the examples on there are people that we've actually met um so people like uh, ben saunders the uh, polar oh. explorer uh, aldo kane has been recently um interviewed on there and then you've got other people like hazel findlay who is uh, a female rock climber um uh, but it's just pretty you know interesting show again it it highlights some interesting people who've done some interesting things, and hopefully, um, obviously, in this period of lockdown, it will give people some inspiration that when this all ends, that they can go off and achieve something themselves. Um, you know what I mean, and kind of change their mentality and you know uh, give them some inspiration um, to to do something. So that's my closing note, mate. What have
1: uh, you got, mate? I had a text message yesterday of um, of one of the lads back in Wales, um, and and he's a bit of a a. a, a, a a tinfoil hatter, right, to say the least. He loves a conspiracy, uh, and it was a link to a documentary on YouTube um, called uh, uh, "I think it's Out Out of Shadows." Um, and I didn't know what I was going into, um, when I committed to watching it, but it was one of those sort of evenings. Last night, uh, we managed to get the kids to bed early, um, and we thought, right, rather than staying downstairs, let's let's jump in the scratcher. And, uh, and whack a documentary on in bed with a cup of tea. Um, and, and, and I fell into a rabbit hole. Um, it's, it's, I'm not, I'm not going to put any spoilers out there, uh, but whether you buy into the conspiracy world or not, um, it's interesting, to say the least. So, yeah, jump on YouTube uh, and find that. It's about a, it's basically a stuntman in America who stumbled across uh, a few unusual things in Hollywood Um, and he sort of documented them throughout his career. So uh, yeah, head over to YouTube and check that out. Um, I don't endorse it by any stretch. Um, It's nothing ropey. You'd be fine watching it, but um, yeah, some of the theories there are a little out there, but um,
0: interesting nonetheless. So yeah, that's it for me. Happy days. Cool. Um, Right. Before we obviously let Sean go, uh, because he's a lot busier than we are, uh, John, I just want to thank you for giving up some of your time, mate, and coming on for a conversation with us, uh, talking Watches and uh, Fizz and um, foreign films. So thank you very much. And um, I guess we'll see you That'd be good. Uh, thank hopefully you very much soon. It's a pleasure, pleasure to, to, uh, to, to try
2: and impart some Fizz knowledge. And obviously, uh, watches is a big passion of mine. So uh, great to see what you guys are doing. Thank you very much. My nice one, Sean. Thanks, mate. Perfect. All right there,
1: guys. Well, thank you very much for listening. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you on the next one.